Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. What is up, hotties? And welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. Today kicks off a brand new series, this new chapter for TSN, where we are having guests on, baby, and these guests are the best of the best in the industries that they're in, and they are all about being hot, sexy, confident, and being the most successful, badass version of yourself. So to kick off this new series, what better guest than my girl, Amber Frickin' Lee. Amber Lee is the founder of The Chakra Girl Company, a community of modern women inspiring you to elevate your chakra frequency, activate your inner goddess, and create a spiritual empire that has the power to elevate the collective. Amber Lee's podcast, Chakra Girl Radio, which by the way, I just was on an episode with her. I cannot wait for it to come out for you guys as well. It gives her her listeners an inside look at the chaos, drama, and happenings that take place between meditations when you're living a fast-paced life. If you're being called to tap into your chakra energy, Amber Lee is your girl. Whether you take on one of her business courses, tune into her weekly activations with Amber Lee on Instagram, or is in out to her guided meditations and podcasts. Now, before we start this episode, I am so excited to welcome Amber Lee, not only because she is a badass boss successful babe who is going to so show you how to really think about yourself in the highest way, put in that internal work, take a deep breath, and really be strategic for that life that you want to create for yourself. But why I love Amber Lee as well is, I mean, guys, she is a TSN fit babe. I actually worked with Amber inside of TSN as a private client. She is the cream of the crop. She is the absolute best. And I am so excited to welcome her to today's show. And without further ado, welcome Amber Lee. Hi, so excited to be here. I am so pumped to have you here. We're just going to kick this off right away. And I want to hear what being hot and healthy truly means to you, girlfriend. Give it to us real. Well, I always say like balanced chakras make you hot. And like when we are like tapped in to our core self and like fully expressing who we are, we just have that like radiance and that magnetism. And obviously with that, like when you are not like bumping up against resistance every day, because you are in your flow and you are connected to yourself, then you're going to be, you know, healthier. You're going to make those healthier choices. You're going to do things that make your body feel amazing. And sometimes it's the pasta that makes your body feel amazing, but more often than not, it's going to be making, you know, the healthy choices. So it's really just about having that energy aligned in a place where you can fully be yourself, fully love yourself and make those aligned choices. I literally love that. And especially, I mean, talk about a major introduction. I know I did this whole fun little introduction for you as we started this episode, when you found your hottest and most healthiest self, what happened in your life spiritually? What happened in your life with business and just like your total happiness? Like what did being hot and healthy give to you once you achieved that like level? 
Here's the thing. I feel like, and like, I feel like I am always getting hotter and healthier. Like if I ever look at myself like six months prior or like a year prior, I'm like, yeah, like I'm hotter and healthier. Um, and so I, I feel like it's, um, I don't want to say work in progress because it's not that I'm sitting here being like, I need to change, but it's an evolving, um, like let's call it like a self ascension. Like we're always like rising up. So, I know like I'm, I just continue to keep finding new versions of myself. So for me, um, you know, I'll kind of look at that first kind of foray into self-development and realizing like, okay, like I remember when I used to look in the mirror and be like, I don't look the way I'm supposed to look like this. Like, I don't know. Like when I was like in kind of like a low point, I'd be like, I would look in the mirror and be like, I don't feel like this is me. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like other people can see it too, but like when you look in the mirror and you don't really feel like you're expressing yourself by the way you look, like you're like, no, I'm actually hotter than this. Why don't I look hotter than this? I remember just thinking that. And for me, like it took so much self-development work, so much energy work and, um, really kind of like stepping into my purpose and knowing that I was worthy of living a better life, knowing that I was worthy of like being healthier, you know, it was just kind of like making those first decisions to be like, okay, I'm like taking a step forward. I'm putting myself first. I'm putting my self-development first and being consistent with, with rituals and self-care. Yeah. And I think so many women can relate to that where on the outside, it doesn't really match how you're feeling about yourself on the inside. And I think what's such like a misnomer with weight loss and like losing fat and toning up, it's like, yeah, the outside, you're not super confident with it, but you can be a really strong, amazing, successful woman on the inside. And the one thing might just be the outside isn't reflective of how you want to feel or how you want to be. And you're not weak for that. And I think there's this misconception, like if you don't look a certain way, like you're automatically not like your best version of yourself. And yeah, physically you don't feel like yourself, but you can still be such a kick-ass confident woman in other ways. Totally. And we call this like goddess radiance or goddess magnetism or goddess essence. Like we all have this like badass goddess energy within us. And maybe when we're like hungover on a Sunday morning, we don't feel like our hottest goddess. Or maybe if we are, you know, in a low point in our life, maybe then, you know, we're going to not always feel and look our best. But when we can just reclaim that energy and make ourselves a priority, it's it shines through more and more all the time. Absolutely. And when you were at that lowest point with your self-confidence, how did you start to kind of put the pieces together for yourself when we're talking about like physical appearance? How did you start to actually like put in the work to get to that body and confidence that you wanted to be at? I mean, it's been a journey for me, to be honest. Like, so I would say like my lowest point energetically, my lowest point with confidence was probably in my mid twenties. And what the thing that like helped me, uh, on that journey initially was, was starting yoga because with yoga, it wasn't necessarily like the best workout or anything, but it made me slow down and it made me connect to my thoughts. And it made me realize that, okay, I'm being anxious right now. When I'm being anxious, I know that I should breathe deeper. I know that when this certain situation comes up, I know that I should take a pause before I react. And when I could like reclaim my 
like sovereignty over my own energy, I was able to have the energy to make healthier choices because any unhealthy choices that I was making were from a place of I'm anxious. I don't have time to do something better. I'm not worth something better. I can't have something better. Um, so with yoga and meditation, it really causes you to like slow down so that you make the better choice in the moment. I love that so freaking much. And I'm always saying, especially on Instagram, and I'm sure you say this to the women that you work with as well, but being desperate for results never gets you the results. Yeah. Like I always related to like that desperate girl at the bar in college yes. who's like dying to be with a guy. Like, of course she doesn't end up with that guy. And the same goes with that, like most confident, sexy, amazing version of yourself. Like we can't be desperate. We have to be thoughtful. We have to be reflective yeah. and know like it is going to take more work, but having that super balanced mindset, which I know is everything that you're talking about here is how we lay that strong foundation so we can make those good choices. Totally. And back to that analogy of the girl at the bar too. It's like the girl, like the, there's like this saying, we were just talking about this on one of my client calls the other day. And it was like the fastest way to get a boyfriend is to already have a boyfriend. Cause when you already have the boyfriend, all the guys come to you because you're not putting out those vibes of desperation. So oh, it's yeah. the same thing with, uh, with, you know, whether we want to explain it as weight loss or your beauty journey or your health journey, like it's the same thing with that. If you're desperate for it, then it's not going to come. But if you decide, okay, I'm going to love my body and I'm going to love my body so much that I'm going to treat it with so much grace and care. That is when the weight comes off. And for me, that meant to stop obsessing. Like I had to stop obsessing about it. Um, I had, you know, I had to stop like checking out my stomach every time I walked past the mirror, I had to stop. Um, and it wasn't like that. I had to stop looking at like bikini pictures on Instagram. It was that I had to look at them with a different mindset rather than being like, Oh, I want that. Why don't I have that Bonnie? It was like, Oh wow. If she can do that. I can do that. And you know what? I'm getting closer and closer to that every day. And the more I love myself, the closer I'm getting to that. And like the, that, that simple mindset shift is the thing that gives you the energy to make the good choices. Oh my goodness. I'm eating all of this up because something I'm so passionate about lately is also this idea of like when people are triggered, like it's, it's oftentimes something that you're struggling with, which is mm -hmm. why you're triggered. And you can relate it to so many different parts of life, whether you're out with someone and there's a certain type of person near you who's talking a certain way. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, why is this bothering me so much? Or like seeing a photo of someone who is, has achieved a different success than you because they've worked on yes. their fitness journey in a certain way. And it's like, instead of looking at like, well, shit, I don't have that. So therefore I'm a bad person. It's like, no, can that be used as motivation for that exactly. person? And, you know, thinking about what they did to get there, because exactly. we talk about the result of what they look like, but we don't talk about, okay, well, what did that person do to exactly. achieve that success that you're looking at? Totally. And I see so often it's kind of like this annoying trend on Instagram where people are like, if someone is triggering you with their bikini photos or with their happy life or their highlight reel, unfollow them. I'm like, no, that is weak bitch energy. If someone's <laughs> happiness makes you feel bad, you have work to fucking do. And you are not going to get anywhere until you do that work. And like, you need to put in some serious exposure therapy, <laughs> like yeah. in order to release it. Like 
like you can't unfollow everyone. You're never not going to see a pretty girl. You're never not going to see a successful, happy person again. So you like hiding from it is going to do nothing. You need to change the way you feel about yourself. And to your point as well, what I used to do is when I was triggered and I don't even want to use the word triggered. I want to use the word jealous. Like if I was jealous of someone, I would have a notepad in my phone and I would go through this process where I would write down, okay, this person has this thing. What am I making that mean? Like if I were to have that thing, what would I make that mean about myself? So say for an example, it was like a specific designer bag. I'd be like, she has that bag. Um, if I were to have that, it would mean that I was successful. It would mean that I was established. It would mean that I had financial freedom. Then I'd be like, okay, what about that is already true today? How am I already successful today? How am I, how do I already have financial freedom today? And even if that means that you are able to buy Starbucks today, then take gratitude for that. And if you can look at the ways that you already have that status or that energy or embody that Chanel bag energy, even though you don't necessarily have the Chanel bag. And that's just like, that's just a funny example, right? Like it could be anything. It could be a marriage that it could be a body. It could be, you know, anything that makes you jealous, but how can you, how can you honor how you already embody what you're making that mean about it? So if it was a body, it could be like, okay, what does that mean? It means she's healthy. It means she's disciplined. It means she's hot. It means she's um, whatever. And be like, oh, how am I already hot? Oh, I'm hot because I'm rocking really awesome red lipstick today. You know, I'm motivated because today I did 10 fucking jumping jacks, like whatever it is. Like, you know, <laughs> if you can honor how you already are that way, then you create a momentum on that energy and that frequency of positivity. And then it grows and grows and grows and grows. Like there's this old saying where like, if, if a good wolf and a bad wolf got in a fight, who would win? And the answer is whoever, whichever one gets fed more. So are you going to feed your positive thoughts? Are you going to feed your negative thoughts? Um, so it's just like a good little practice to go through. And anytime you're jealous of something being like, Oh wait, but I already have that. I already am that. And you know, that bag or that body is, is already going to be mine. Cause I'm already doing all the right things. I love that. I'm literally eating up everything you're saying, Amber Lee. And <laughs> this is just so fuego because literally with mindset, and I love the wolf example, like you have to feed the parts of you that are going to help you succeed. And mm-hmm. so often we're feeding, I don't need to say the word devil, but we're feeding that like devil versus angel on the shoulder. We're yeah. feeding the devil, right? We're feeding those negative toxic thoughts that are basically setting you up to fail. Because if you yeah. feed yourself negativity, you're, what, what the thing you're trying to avoid the most to happen is going to happen. So we have to really change our mindset. And I know you mentioned a lot about energy and this is something I haven't got to talk about on the podcast at all. Um, I know we have had conversations about how your energy and vibe really impacts your weight. What are your thoughts on that? How does energy impact weight? Yeah. So, I mean, even when we just look at like the sheer physics of it, like a low vibration is a heavier vibration. A high vibration is a lighter vibration. So when you can picture yourself at your lightest weight, that is your highest vibration. Um, So one, like one result that I see whenever I do shadow work or whenever I do any kind of like dark, heavy inner work is that I feel lighter. When you feel lighter, you eat lighter. When you eat lighter, you feel lighter. Then you work out and you have more energy and it's like, it all works together and I always say, like I see often in, you know, with my clients too, it's like when they release their energetic weight, the physical weight comes off at the end of the day. Like we are all 
vibrant frequency beings that are radiating energy all the time. And we get to choose with our thoughts, what frequency that energy is radiating at. So if, if we're, if we have high frequency thoughts and we're radiating at a light energy of lightness, and then our body will assimilate to that and we'll be making choices that assimilate to that lightness. Absolutely. And something that we've talked about before and something that I, you know, I've been on a journey myself with this. When you talk about energy in this, I really think about also suppressing the energy that you are organically and authentically have. And I think that actually does relate to weight loss as well, because if you are trying to like suppress who you really are and how you want to live your life, that is some heavy shit on you. And that's going to impact all of the other decisions and success in your life. Totally. So when you're out of alignment, um, so let's picture it this way. So when you think of like the life you want, body, you want job, you want money, you want like that, like, let's say that's like your North star. Like that is like this big ball of energy and it exists already in like another dimension and it's already there. And what you have to do is you need to get your frequency in alignment with that life. Because once you are vibrating at the same frequency as that, you kind of become a magnet to it and it can manifest in the physical world. So, um, when you're facing resistance with something that's not meant for you, and that is not aligned with that life that you're trying to achieve, whether it's the job, whether it's the boyfriend, whether it's the food you're eating, like the stuff that's not aligned and is a lower frequency than the, the, the high frequency that you're trying to reach, you're going to face resistance. So you're, and that's going to affect your emotions. That's going to affect your mood and that's going to affect your choices. So, um, it's all about aligning with the right frequency. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned with like the inner work of like doing like the deep, dark inner work, which is hard work, by the way, ladies, like we have been really trying to journal every morning and Amber Lee, I've been taking your advice, baby. I have been listening to a podcast when I wake up in the morning and not getting on my phone, trying my absolute hardest to break the cycle, knock it on my phone immediately in the morning, baby. And let me tell you, it has truly helped. I know you guys are going to be like, this bitch is crazy, but it really has helped me so much on honestly, just like set the tone of my day because I'm not absorbing content, which, you know, also on a side note, I was listening to a podcast where like the content you absorb, like, even if you don't think it's affecting you, it is, and Mm -hmm. are different energies in it. And you know, the different emotions, every single post like riles up in you and impacts you. And I was really noticing in the morning, like I just had this really kind of toxic energy beginning my day, like pressure to do work, pressure to just like get started and not really spend time simmer down and actually think about how I feel. But I guess my question for you, Amberly, is how are you, how do you do this deep internal work? Like what are some of your favorite like tips or strategies that you would give to a woman out there who's really struggling with like slowing down and like realigning her energy? Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of like, so there's kind of two things. So there's daily ritual and then there's shadow work. So shadow work, you don't necessarily have to do every day. I like to do it on like a new moon when we're like releasing things. Um, I actually just pulled up this screenshot that I took of these like shadow work journaling prompts that are like so confronting. Essentially shadow work is like looking at your shadows and the things that you, that are not aligned again, the, the parts of you that are not aligned with the version of you that you want to be. And, um, simply by being aware of them, 
um, and kind of bringing, essentially you're shining a flashlight on them. When you're shining a flashlight on them, you are bringing light to them. When you're bringing light to them, you're bringing lightness to them. So it's not like you need to go and like be on a therapist's couch for three hours a week to release this stuff. Simply understanding where you're at and what your shadows are is the first step. And then, you know, you can do, um, you know, a variety of things to clear them, but just that awareness is when you, when you are faced with that shadow again, or that fear or whatever it is, you can be like, oh yeah, that's that shadow. I've already looked at that. I already know what it is. I already know that it doesn't have power over me and you can make a more aligned choice. So I just want to quickly read these like journaling prompts that I screenshotted the other day because they were like, Sam. So the Instagram account, I'll give them credit. Um, Their Instagram is called everything.aligns. So some of the journaling prompts were, um, how have I been distracting myself what lessons do I still need to learn? What toxic people should I distance myself from? What projects haven't I finished? What actions am I taking that are not aligned with my highest self? Am I a victim of trauma? Have I done enough to heal this? And what are my deepest fears? Um, so I know those are like heavy things, um, but when we can face them, it just releases their power over us. So that's the shadow work. You don't have to do that every day. It feels icky. It feels like shit. But every few months, I suggest doing a deep dive. And here's the thing. We know when we need to do it. When our shadows are confronting us, like we just had a full moon in in Scorpio, which is all about like secret feelings. So a lot of people had energy and like emotions bubbling up that they had kind of like buried deep down. And it kind of forced everyone to confront their feelings. If you can do that in a proactive way, then it doesn't control your life and it doesn't control your mood because you've already brought the energy towards it. You've already brought light to it. So that's the shadow work piece. The ritual piece, like I like to keep it fucking simple. (laughs) Do something every day for your mind, your body, your soul, your energy. So for your mind, that can be reading, that can be journaling, um, that can be, so, and with journaling, like keep it simple as well. If you know that you want to feel lightness today, write down three ways. You're already feeling light, write down three ways. You're already feeling hot, write down three ways. You're already feeling healthy. Because again, the more energy you can put on, um, that gratitude for what already is, then the hotter you get, the healthier you get. And like, you're just amplifying those energies. Um, and then mantra as well is another, another mindset tool to use. So just saying in the mirror, like I'm hot and healthy, I'm hot and healthy, I'm hot and healthy Add a little bit of like a head sway swagger to it. Um, so that's for your mind, for your body, um, some kind of movement, some kind of like intuitive movement or some kind of, um, intentional movement whether that's working out, whether that's yoga, whether that's even just stretching, just something for your body that is bringing, um, kind of just like bringing you that mind body connection because without mind body connection, you know, you're not going to be able to know what feels good to eat or what feels good to move. Um, so that's for your body, for your soul. Some type of meditation is amazing. Um, there's so many like free meditations you can use. There's so many apps, like, I have meditations, like there's just even just like sitting in silence for like two minutes and being like, okay, what's coming up for me today. And then journaling it out after like, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, I'm not about like sitting cross-legged for two hours 
like, that's not my vibe either. Um, and then for your soul, I'm sorry, we said, soul. next one is for your energy. So for energy is like, if we want to elevate that frequency to get on the frequency of the version of us that we want to be, then visualize that person, get into the energy, her, what does she look like? How does she act? What is her posture? What are her mannerisms? What kind of facial expression does she have on her face? What is she doing? Who is she with? Like create, like I always say, create like five different scenes and rotate through them, like throughout the week. Like one of mine is like, that I'm moving, that I, you know, I have this scene of like me and my husband unpacking um, our boxes and like our brand new house. And we're like checking out the pool and we like walk down and we're also on a lake and we bring our dog down to the lake. And I have this whole scene that I've created in my head. Our brain doesn't know the difference between, or sorry, our frequency doesn't know the difference between whether we're creating it in our mind or whether we're actually living it. So as I'm visualizing that, I'm actually getting onto the frequency of having that, which makes me a magnet to opportunities, people, money or anything that's going to help me get that reality. Um, so visualization is so, so, so important. And you can do that with, with your like body goals as well. Like you can, I used to literally visualize, Oh, this was like a meditation that I did. Actually. It was a, it was, sorry, it was a hypnosis and it was really cool. And it was, it was like a weight loss hypnosis. And you would visualize yourself like sitting in a, or no, yeah, you could be sitting in a chair, you could be standing, doesn't matter. And then this like laser, it sounds crazy, but this like laser of light would like roll over your body really slowly and like melt the fat. And then you would like see your body underneath and like then spend time being like, okay, now that I see my body, you know, underneath this energetic weight and what, what it should look like and what the true me looks like. Um, now I can like really feel more into like this body and feel into what it would feel like. And then you're getting on the vibration of that body. So it doesn't have to take, so you don't have to be like spending too much time. So literally if you did like two minutes of journaling, two minutes of stretching, um, two minutes of meditation, two minutes of visualizing, like that's better than nothing. And you'll, you will see massive differences, like challenge yourself to do that for five days. And then you're going to want to, you're going to see changes. You're going to want to do another five days and you're going to want to make it longer. And then you're going to want to do another 10 days. You know, it's like, it, it becomes addictive. Yeah. And I will say like for you babes out there that like you feel resistance to this, like I will be the first to admit, I feel so much fucking resistance to taking time for myself (laughs) and it's because of how I'm programmed. And honestly, like when you start to take more time for yourself in this way, which you're like, how is this going to benefit my weight loss goals? Even though Amberly obviously showed how much it is really going to benefit you and the person you want to become at first, when you start all this, it does feel like a lot, even like journaling for some people, it can be so hard to like take a step back. And for myself, like I was journaling about like my business. I wasn't even journaling about myself for yeah. out there that are entrepreneurs or like working towards a bigger vision that's outside of weight loss, or it could even be about weight loss. Like we also want to make sure we're not just being so laser focused on a goal we're going towards. Cause we have to look at this holistically. Well, and I want to say too, that weight loss, like it, the problem is never about the weight loss. Like it's, what are you holding on to that's holding on to the weight? And it's mm. going to be shadow. It's going to be one of those shadows. It's going to be either something you're ashamed of some kind of trauma, something that you're afraid of. Like that's what is 
holding on to the weight. It is not, it's not your, it's like, but then you can be like, no, no, it's my eating patterns and I'm not working out. It's like, well, why are you compulsively eating? And why aren't you working out? Because your energy is drained because you're consistently thinking you're a bad person and, you know, shit talking yourself because you haven't faced the shadow yet. So shadow work makes you skinny. (laughs) And (laughs) that's what releases that, that kind of clinging on or holding onto of the weight. Yeah. And especially like, I know with, with your, your big thing you're promoting now, chakra girl business school, and just with all the work you do inside your business, I'm sure you in the same scenario have women sometimes that come to you that they almost don't realize what is possible for them to achieve. Right. Like I know there are times in my life where even with TSN and, and the work I do and having a podcast and being able to interview people, like I didn't, but like, if you asked me years ago, like what I would be doing, like, I would have no idea I'd be here. Right. Yeah. What would you tell women where like, even that idea of creativity of manifesting this person they want to become, like they almost have a cap on who they can become. What would you tell that woman? Mm, okay. So I want to take this either. I don't know if this is a step back or a step deeper, but I think it comes down to purpose. Mm and being in alignment with your purpose. And here's the thing too, because it's like, oh, people don't really know what's possible for them. But I truly believe that when you align with your purpose is when everything falls into place in terms of your relationships fall into place, your, your health and wellness falls into place, your finances fall into place because you're not, you're, you're living in alignment with what your soul is meant to be doing. So there's no more resistance. Um, and one question that I always tell people to ask themselves, if you could teach the whole world, one thing that changed your life the most, what would it be? Um, and with you, Lauren, like you for yourself, like this was a huge part of your journey was your, your, your journey to love your body. And that's why you teach this. And that's why you're successful at it. It's not that you just picked it out a hat and decided I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to go to school for it. And then I'm going to do all the right things. And I'm going to be the best at it. It was my calling truly. And I know we talked about that on my episode on, on your podcast. Like, I think you're so right. It comes down to that alignment. Yeah. So when you can get into your alignment, then yes, everything is possible. So then your, your question was more like, what do you tell these women that don't know what's possible for them? And I tell them that when you close your eyes and you see the version of you that you want to be in the life that you want to have in the house you want to live in and all that kind of stuff, like the reason that you want that is because it's what's aligned with your soul. If it wasn't, you wouldn't want it. Like for me, I'm like, if I see someone like living in like a cabin, even like for some people, that's like their dream. I'm like, that's not for me. Like that doesn't excite me, but then there's other people that it would excite me because that mean, would, would excite them because it's meant for them. It's not meant for me. So the things that you're seeing are, are meant for you. You're not just making it up that you want them. So that means that it's possible for you. That means that if anyone before you has done it, that you can do it too. So just honor those desires. And I think some people don't even get clear. And actually like, even when, when, um, when you and I work together, it's like, you didn't really know what those desires were. And sometimes we don't let ourselves want things. We don't let ourselves like visualize the woman that we want to become, whether it's because we don't think we can, or whether it's just that we're just too caught up in our day to day that we don't give ourselves the time or the energy or the space to do that. But if you can get really clear on like, what do like, again, like the core areas of life are really like relationships and family finances, um, career and purpose, health and wellness. And I think those are kind of the main things Did I miss anything. No, those are, I mean, that's those really like ones. Yeah. Like lifestyle, but I mean, that's all encompassing of your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's like, if you can really like 
deep dive those, like do like an insane, like goals list or vision board or whatever it is that feels aligned for you to get so crystal clear on the life that you want. And then know that, wow, okay. I just designed this. So it's possible. Now all I need to do is get out of my own fucking way and the answers and the opportunities and the path will present themselves to me. Yeah. What you just said too reminds me of another thing. I don't even remember what podcast is on, but I know many people have said it before, but when you're doing your day to day and like you're putting in the work so much, like you have blind spots and it takes either someone else looking at the situation, you talking to a friend, you talking to a therapist, or you, you know, honestly, even just journaling and trying to take a step back and like, look at the entire situation to recognize the blind spots. And I think those blind spots can really almost be like a metaphor, even for like, what's holding you back from becoming your best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. not just because those blind spots might be things like you, you're not realizing you're eating little bites of food during the day and it's impacting the calories that you're tracking, like something tangible like that. But it also could be preventing you from mentally allowing yourself to dream about the person you want to become. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I think too, like back to kind of like habits and being like, okay, like, okay, no blind spots is essentially like what is happening when you're on in autopilot and you're not being present. So if you were to be present with yourself, how would you show up differently? If you were to be present with yourself throughout the day, you wouldn't take those little bites of food because you would know you weren't letting it's like, it wasn't that you were hungry that made you take that bite of food. It wasn't that you were listening to your body. It was that you were trying to distract yourself. So your blind spot isn't necessarily taking the bite of food. The blind spot is what am I trying to distract myself from? What is the pain that I'm refusing to look at that is making me distract myself with this food? I love it. Yeah. And it's all about mindfulness and all of it coming together. Now I want to switch gears and talk about chakras because girlfriend, I am not qualified to be talking about chakras. And that's why (laughs) you are here. The, the, uh, the OG chakra girl is here. Um, can you tell everyone what chakras are and give us like a little lesson on it? Yes. So, I mean, I guess like we can all agree that everything is energy. We are energy. Everything that happens in our life is energy. We know that when we wake up in the morning, we have a shitty day. The day keeps getting shittier. We know that when we wake up in the, in the morning, we have an amazing day and we keep on that high vibration. We keep manifesting better and better things. So our chakras are the core energy centers in our body that are both transmitting a frequency and receiving a frequency. And each different chakra has different, um, kind of like emotions related to it, different areas of our life related to it. So that we know that there's something going on in our lives. We can pinpoint and be like, okay, I know what chakra is going wrong. Um, and it's like a really powerful tool to then look at that shadow or look at that pattern and be like, okay, hey, what do I need to release? What do I need to heal? So when our, sh- so the, the Sanskrit meaning of word, or sorry, the Sanskrit meaning of the word chakra is a spinning disc of light. So you can imagine these, like they, they run up your spine and up your head, um, and then down your feet and these kind of like centers of like, kind of like balls of light that are, that are glowing and radiating a frequency. Um, you know, we need to keep them aligned. We need to keep them spinning. We need to keep them high frequency. And so when things like insecurities or fears or trauma or negative beliefs or limitations that we've set on ourselves, and we're saying, no, like, we're basically saying like, no chakras, you can't have what you want. And we're like blocking them. Like, so it's like when we, it's like our, we already know how to be that strong magnet to the life that we want, but then those other things block that magnet. It's like, you know, like when like you get like too much like lint in your phone charger and it doesn't connect, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what's happening. Um, 
So it's, it's, it's so much more about a getting clear on what you want and then b clearing anything that says you can't have it. And how would you define like chakras being related to weight? So, I mean, again, kind of what I was saying about how like energy is related to our weight. So we could look at, okay, what is the negative pattern that I'm holding on to? What is the negative energy that I'm holding on to that is forcing me to distract myself with food that is draining my energy so that I don't have the energy to work out. And again, that takes really looking at it and getting real with yourself. So maybe it's um, an insecurity, maybe it's a feeling of unworthiness. And typically like for weight situations, it usually is either unworthiness or overwhelm, which are our two chakras that are located in our stomach. So the sacral chakra, I would say if you've got like that, that stubborn lower belly fat, like that is more often than end thighs as well. Like that's, that's connected to the sacral chakra. So if you are struggling with uh, feeling worthy, if you are feeling like your creativity is blocked, if you're feeling like you have a, a weird relationship with, with, your sexual energy, whether you have like shame around sex or something like that, or you've had some kind of trauma um, that can be held onto in the sacral chakra. And that creates that weight that creates that holding on to negative energy and low vibration, which creates weight. Um, The solar plexus is kind of like right below your rib cage. And a lot of our digestion happens in the solar plexus. So, um, if you're having digestive issues, if you're having, you know, bloat issues, if you're, um, yeah, obviously having like weight gain in the stomach, then that would be, that could be your solar plexus. And the solar plexus is about confidence. Solar plexus is about, um, you owning and expressing who you fully are and being in alignment with your truth and being in alignment with your purpose. So if you don't feel that way, then it's going to be blocked and you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel like you don't have energy to eat properly. You're going to feel like you don't have energy to take care of yourself and you're going to be in victim mode, which a lot of, you know, which definitely results in weight loss. Like poor me, why is she skinny? And I'm not, you know what I mean? Like that's, those are some very common, um, energy and mindset situations that hold on to weight. So I would say, I mean, when we think of chakra work, we want to kind of work from the root and work our way up. But those two, I would say are probably the, the most related to, to weight gain. And when we can clear again, when we can work on our worthiness, work on feeling more worthy, we'll know that I'm worth you know, this healthy choice, when we can work on our confidence, we can, you know, release any overwhelm and know that no matter what choices I'm making, it's going to turn out. Okay. I'm resilient. I'm radiant. And then you're going to have more energy because you're not stressed out all the time. And you're going to have energy to work out. You're going to have energy to eat healthy. Um, so it's all hundred percent related. Yeah. And I do just feel compelled to say like, of course, no, like you still like, obviously babes, if you're gaining weight, like you probably are consuming more calories, but this is also so related to everything Amberly is talking about because your mindset, your energy, all of this impacts your food decisions, impacts your mood, impacts your motivation, impacts your confidence, like your relationship to your body and the energy within you directly impacts how you live your life. Exactly. And while yes, you have to yeah. be in a calorie surplus to gain weight totally. at the end of the day, like you still at the core, like you can do everything right. But if you do not do this fucking internal work, you're not going to be successful. I'm sorry to say. Totally. No. And I totally mean that too. It's like, I don't mean like you're just going to go do a fucking solar plexus meditation and lose 10 pounds. Like, no, you still need that to would be epic though. 
that'd be awesome. Um, but it, it's, it's when you do that inner work, you have that pause to make the right choice, which is eating the right amount of calories. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And fueling your body. And I mean, I say this to clients literally all the time, like, and I, I just actually recorded a podcast episode on this, your mindset with how you calorie track, sort of like the conversation with feeling triggered or jealous, like your mindset impacts how you absorb and kind of like take in situations. And if you have a really negative mindset and you have the wrong information with how you're tracking your food and you're like microanalyzing shit, like, yeah, you're going to have a negative relationship to tracking, but if you're using it as a way to like understand what's in your food and to become aware, see how positive that is and how you approach things and your mindset and like emotion and mood going into it impact the result and impact how you view it. Yes. hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, as we're wrapping up here, Amberly, tell me, tell us actually, not just me, where we can find you on Instagram, your website, all that fun little details. Yes. So Instagram is at Chakra Girl Co. So C-H-A-K-R-A-G-I-R-L-C-O. And then website is ChakraGirlCo.com. Obsessed. And before we wrap up as well, if women want to work with you, can you share a little bit more about the services you provide and Mm -hmm. um, the big the big program that you're promoting right now. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, my biggest transformation in my life was when I started my business, because that was me stepping into purpose and stepping into alignment. And I was kind of at a place where I was just like, wow, everything's wrong in my life. You know, how am I going to fix absolutely everything? And again, it's when you get into alignment with your purpose that everything else starts to fall into place. So I have a program called chakra girl business school, where we work through your chakra blocks. We find your purpose. We build a successful spiritual empire and you have a thriving business that helps people. And yeah, it's really magical. So you can just DM me or check out my website if you want more info on that. Yes. And Amber Lee is the real deal. I have gone to her for advice as well. She's helped me become my authentic, most disruptive self, um, not just on social media, but in my private life as well. And it honestly has given me so much more than just honestly being able to reach more women on Instagram. She's also given me the confidence to be able to step into this new version, 2021 version of Lauren. So shout out to Amber. Thank Um, you. Love it. Well, anything else we forgot that you want to end off on? No, I think just like be real with yourself and just face the shadows and do the inner work. That's it. That's it. And then live your best life, baby. Live your best lives. 